Just a quick heads up, this show contains sensitive and graphic material that might not be for everyone. If you don't enjoy in-depth true crime, humor about true crime, and drinking, please don't continue. We want to be respectful of the victims in these crimes, but as for the criminals, we just don't give a shit. Welcome to Crimes and Cocktails, a podcast where we explore true crime while drinking a customized cocktail created by Tabitha and Katie. <laughs> hey guys, it's Tabitha. And I'm Katie. Welcome back to Crimes Welcome and Cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, I'm already like, we're back. (laughs) We're back. We said, oh yeah, we're just going to take May off June, July, August. (laughs) You thought you were gone. You thought we were were rid of us. (laughs) Guess who's back? Back again. (laughs) Tabsy's back. (laughs) Oh, Tabsy's back. You never call me that actually. No, um, I won't. (laughs) So we're back tonight. We're, we're going to do something a little culty. Um, I was doing a little research on here and I hadn't heard of this cult before, which was surprising because um, I like cults. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make this into a single shot, but then I kept digging and I was like finding more and more information. And I'm like, this is no single shot. This needs to be a full episode. Um, but there's still a lot unknown about this group. So we'll. We'll get through what we can. Um, and then first, we're going to need to get a drink going. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I already got my drink going. Yeah, the tablet's going to explain you how to make it. Already going on the drink. <laughs> so this one we're calling Cult Classic. And... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Refill bartender. <laughs> oh, sorry, Excuse me. Um, so you're going to take your cocktail shaker and you're going to put a scoop of ice in there. You're going to put an ounce and a half of tequila. You're going to put one ounce of triple sec, three-fourth ounces of lime juice, and a half ounce of sweet cherry juice. And you're going to shake it up and strain it over rocks, and you're going to garnish it with the lime. And I'm actually really surprised because Katie made up this recipe, and there is no muddling involved in it. So in mine, I actually had some Larksado cherries. That's where I got the idea of the cherry juice. Oh. <laughs> and I put some of the actual cherries in my drink, and I, like, kind of stabbed them with my straw. So you so muddled it. I muddled my own, but I gave the rest of you a break. <laughs> okay. I was like, I didn't even make this up. Like, you made this one up. I got to say, I mean, I might be on my second one, and it's, it's been a while. So Mm-mm-mm. Figured we'd come back with a classic. Yeah. Cold, a cold classic. classic. <laughs> So yeah, so cheers, guys. Um, it's pretty good, honestly. It's it's strong because it's just basically tequila with a squeeze of lime juice. If you're being honest, <laughs> it's like a little. It's like a shot, little margarita-ish type. Ish, ish, thing. big on the ish. Mm-hmm. But it feels good, you know. I'm in the Florida heat now. In case you guys don't know, I'm about three thousand miles away from Katie. 
So we'll be reunited in a few weeks. Yeah. I can just hear you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's all getting a loud. I'm all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taylor, bring me another. <laughs> it's been a summer. <laughs> it has been a summer. But yeah, oh, if you God. want to get this recipe for this basically shot of tequila um, <laughs> that Katie just literally filled up her entire venti-sized Starbucks cup with, so... I, I don't even know how many it actually equaled out This to might be an interesting episode. <laughs> I was just like, mm, throw a little more on there. <laughs> A little, little log on the fire. Know, it's like that that lady. She's like, you need to put in three shots of vodka and it, or two shots of vodka. And it's like, it's go, like go, 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 <laughs> go. Or someone sent me. Maybe it was you that from like another stupid bartender site where she's she was making an old fashioned and she literally poured like half a bottle of bourbon. She's like, yes. it's a strong one. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> like, I'm scared. That's the entire <laughs> bottle. But anyways, you can check out our Instagram. We haven't really been super active on there lately, but that's because, you know, we're moving, doing things, switching jobs, moving it up, whatever. So now you can check out our, we'll have this recipe up and you can check out whatever silly memes we have on there at our Instagram, which is crimes and cocktails. Be sure to follow us. If you like what you hear and you want some more, check out our Patreon. We've been paused over the summer, but we are starting that back up again. And that you can join for as little as, I think, $3. That's patreon.com slash crimes and cocktails. And tweet, tweet. Our Twitter is <laughs> cocktails <like> crimes. <laughs> and if you want to email me about whatever is going on in your life, uh, crimes.cocktails at gmail.com. So, yeah, give us a give us a. A word <laughs> message oh. a ringling a ringling um, oh and hit subscribe or like if you're listening on spotify or apple podcast or google podcast wherever you're listening rate and review, rate and review. <laughs> so we know it's been a while but say something nice or don't i don't know <laughs> just say something say, finally these bitches gave me some content <laughs> yeah oh, whoopsie <laughs> whoopsie <laughs> All right, let's get into it. <laughs> All righty. So what caught my attention on this one was an article from the Denver Post. Just kidding. <laughs> I know, Mo, what caught my attention on this one? Um, <laughs> was an article from the Denver Post. Um, it was actually just published in March of this year, and it's exposing a group called the 12 Tribes and some of their shady business practices. So an ex-member of the group said that he worked for one of their delis. and then he was shady kicked- already. I know, right? And then he was kicked out and asked for his back pay, and then they refused, saying they, quote-unquote, didn't do that. So just a tiny bit of background on this group, the 12 tribes. Um, This is actually from their site, how they describe themselves. Wait, he Um, got fired or just He decided to leave the group. Oh, leave the cult. Yeah, and then he asked for back pay for working at their business, and they said, oh, we don't do that. Mm. So (laughs) they're not paying him. Um. And Look, so he kind of went out eat exposing the salami, them. You got to work for the salami. You want a cult cut combo? You got to make a cult cut combo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so they should totally have that. If they don't have one called a cult cut combo, like, I- I'm sorry. That's why your business is failing. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> Dude, I like want that. It sounds so good right now. Doesn't it? It's so hot out. It actually sounds fantastic. 
fantastic. A little oil and vinegar, a little salt and pee. Yes. <laughs> that was my first job working at Subway. <laughs> I'm sure it felt like making a cold well, cut Well, it was my here. first government job. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. I was a babysitter, so okay? Like, <laughs> it sounds so shady. And I clean houses because I'm Mexican, so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's in my blood. It was. <laughs> the uh, fabuloso. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you God. couldn't afford that. I know it's the Dollar Tree spick and span. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Spick and span. All right. So, what am I talking about? Cold cut combos. Oh, um. so this is from their website. <laughs> They, they have a website. Themselves. They have a website. Is it still active? Oh, yeah. What is <laughs> it? It still is. I was on there today. Um, so the 12 tri- tribes is an emerging spirit- spiritual nation. We are a confederation of 12 self-governing tribes made up of self-governing communities. By community, we mean families and single people who live together in homes and on farms. We are disciples of the Son of God, who we call by his Hebrew name, Yashua. Did you say, I'm sorry, you just said Hebrew name. <laughs> you didn't say Hebrew. You're married to a Hebrew and you just said Hebrew. Hebrew. I'm going to start calling Taylor my Hebrew. <laughs> I love Yashua. <laughs> Yashua. Sorry if we're offending anyone right now. <laughs> I really don't care if I offend this cold. <laughs> well, if I'm offending yeah. anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taylor, I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway. uh, yeah, Yahshua. We follow the Old and New Testament scriptures and live like the early disciples in Acts chapters 2 and 4. Just specifically chapters 2 and 4. Hmm. <laughs> so, there's a lot more chapters than that. But. Yeah, and there's a lot more in the Old and New Testament. <laughs> so, as you guys are going to see, like most... Um, cults they have a lot of ties to other religions and then they like take those and warp them it's called (laughs) selective uh listening yeah yeah and then so then they go on to say with all of our hearts we want to do our father's will which is to love one another and be a light to the nations so that they could see our life and love and know how much their creator loves them well that doesn't sound that bad right yeah (laughs) okay okay all right all right that's nice um, so they've been around since the 1970s, and they have communities in the United States, Canada, Europe, Australia, South America, Holy and Japan. Shit. Yeah, they're everywhere. Uh, they were founded by a man named Albert Eugene Spriggs in, from Tennessee, and then Spriggs went by the name Yonick, which means sprig in Hebrew. So, in Hebrew. In Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> I can that never that always like way. bothers me. Like anytime there's a cult, they always gotta like rename themselves. Like yeah. some, and it's always from like a culture that they have no part of, right? And it's just like <laughs> the fuck. Like I was watching. Well, <laughs> I mean, if my name was Albert, I would change it to Zionic as well. But <laughs> yes, I mean, did you watch? Um, I know you watched Tiger King, but did you watch yeah. kind of the Tiger King sequel where they're talking about the other? No. Well, I only got through like one. I need to finish it. But that guy was, like, definitely in some cult, basically. And it was, mm-hmm. like... I know exactly what you're talking The guy who had, like, all the wives. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they just, like... 
it was like a yoga cult basically yeah. they did yoga and stuff but he like called himself something else and it was like an indian name and i'm just like oh my gosh yeah, i understand like, if you want to change your name like whatever you want to change your name we get it your parents chose your name for you like maybe that you don't identify as a tab of or a caterer or an albert or whatever <laughs> but sometimes they just pick these names where i'm just like okay i feel like they're yeah. just trying to have like authority behind them by choosing this other name or something like that definitely definitely um and then Sprint. so other members when, when they join the group are given hebrew names of their own and then any children born into the cult are given hebrew names um and then also children born into the cult are given bar or bat mitzvahs but like people of jewish faith but they're different than the traditional elbert is not hebrew though right he is not okay no, no. so um despite having some of these um kind of like jewish um, you know, the names, the bar mitzvahs, all that stuff. The group has actually often um, been accused of being anti-Semitic. <laughs> um, part of their belief is... <laughs> right? Um, part of their belief is that all Jews, both past and present, are guilty of killing Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Um, so they blame them for that. <laughs> um, so the group owns several cafes, bakeries, properties, and farms that their members work for um, for free. So that past cult member, he was probably one who hadn't been in the cult for long and was expecting to get paid, but the cult actually doesn't pay any of their members. Um, all members are required to work at one of their businesses or farms so that they can be self-sustaining. They're also, um, they say heavily encouraged, but that means restricted from working outside of the group and making any money of their this own. This sounds like slavery. <laughs> right? <laughs> So one of their big businesses is called the Yellow Deli, and that's where that guy worked in Colorado. And Tabitha, there's a Yellow Deli like three hours Ooh. away from you in Arcadia, Florida. Road trip. I'm Yo, like, we're going to go, go for lunch. <laughs> I'm going to get a cult cut combo. <laughs> all, um, we don't have that. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say cult cut combo? <laughs> I meant cold cut. Silly me, slip on my tongue. Um, <laughs> so I heard you're all Hebrews. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear cold cuts, though, I just think of um, New Girl and what's his name? Just like whenever he gets depressed, he just eats cold cuts. Yes, Schmidt. <laughs> yes, yeah, Schmidt. The Hebrew. Uh, he is the, he is yeah. the Hebrew. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. No, if we go to the Yellow Deli when I'm in Florida, I'm, I'm going to order a cold cut sandwich. Yellow Deli. <laughs> there was like a, a place in Long Beach called yellow fever it was like a deli like an a yeah it was an asian <laughs> deli place and i was like hmm <laughs> how are you open i don't think that phrase means what you think it means <laughs> right um that's highly offensive <laughs> i don't know if it's still there or not i wonder probably not it's 2022 <laughs> this this was not that long ago this was like 2018 oh my god <laughs> yikes yeah so, um, yeah, so this group believes that in order for the Messiah to return, the church needs to be restored to its original form and first century ideals, especially as described in the book of Acts. Some passages they lean heavily are Acts 2, 42 through 7, and this is on their website as well. So Acts 2, 42 through 7 reads, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. 
Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So that passage is one that they... That's their reflection of what they're trying to make their community into. (laughs) Which is like kind of just taking something out of context. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This is what they do is they they take something um, and then they just... Because they're taking this, this, (laughs) you know, experience here and being like, this is all that we should do when it's like, no, this passage is talking about people who were, you know, rejoicing in something that had happened to them or being happy or whatever about. And so they they were describing something, yeah, helping something that happened, but it wasn't like rules to live by. It was just like, Hey, it wasn't like, don't pay your employees. (laughs) I'm really happy. So I want to give this food to you or like, I'm really happy. So we just have a big party at my house. Like whatever. And you'll see this a lot throughout this entire episode of where they just take little things from the Bible and they get wild. (laughs) Sounds like most cults. (laughs) Yes, most cults. So um, this next passage from Acts, they also rely heavily on. And this is Acts 4, 32 through 37. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the lord jesus and god's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there were no needy persons among them from time to time those who owned land or houses sold them brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles feet guess who the apostle is (laughs) the cult leader (laughs) um and it was distributed to anyone who had need joseph a levite from cyprus whom the apostles called barnabas which means son of encouragement sold a field he owned and bought and brought the money and put it at the apostles feet oh boy so you can see some pretty common um (laughs) cult goings on right there that they're taking from there they um it's typical in cults for them to encourage uh for members to sell any possessions they have before joining the cult and give it to the cult leader because the way Um, of isolating it but they they try to like make it seem like this is you like giving up your old life and yeah. blah 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 but really it's just isolating you so that you mm-hmm. get so far family. stuck in there you have no way out you sold everything that you had before you've now given it to this leader and then you've also usually cut off friends and family or... at the yellow deli and not <laughs> earning any money so you can't get out yeah yeah we see that a lot oh my gosh yeah So these guys also believed that there needs to be a new Israel, which would consist of 12 tribes, hence the name. Um, They thought that this should be located in 12 geographic regions, and they believe that we are currently in the quote-unquote end times that the Bible talks about. Uh, And if you don't know what the end times are, it's like the end of the world something like that so besides coming under fire for their business practices they have also been investigated many times for child abuse wow really wouldn't see that coming at all in a cult and breaking child labor laws hmm all children within the group are homeschooled probably more like never schooled i'm willing to bet and they work at the group's business as well (laughs) 
Parents do not allow the children to go to college because they believe it is not a good environment and corporal punishment is used against children who misbehave, which we all know anyone who's been to university or college, like that is kind of like the part in your life where you actually start making decisions for yourself. And your Mm -hmm. like mind is usually opened up to like, Oh wow. So (laughs) other cultures think this, or they do that, or this happened. Like you, you really come into your own being. So they're like, hell no, we're not going to have our kids do that. We're going to keep them, keep them on the teat for life. (laughs) Which is why they're also home. I'm going to put in quotes, homeschooling them and then making them work in businesses because then they're never going to be able to get into college, right? We can't talk too much shit about homeschooled because we were homeschooled. (laughs) Look at us now. Look at us now. Totally normal. Um, (laughs) I just fucked my cousin. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I was taking a drink. Totally kidding, by the way. That is not a real thing. And someday we'll get into our homeschool past because it's not homeschool like you think. Like No, no, no. Not homeschool like these kids. I, I call myself a half-breed. <laughs> so We were socialized. <laughs> we were socialized. Perfectly like normal. <laughs> totally mm. normal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, but... We, no um, problem socially whatsoever. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure I was in a cult when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, shit. I was okay with I'm all right. I told you about that. The one in Arizona. Oh, is this where they wanted to make you, like, get rid of all your Disney movies? They did. So, oh, my God. As an aside, guys. So when Side I was story. a kid in Arizona, <laughs> in Arizona, in Phoenix, um, my mom got a, she was newly divorced and she got us involved in this church that ended up being a cult um they would come by weekly um and do like i think it was weekly anyway i was a kid they would do like searches in our home to see what like what fuck? wasn't godly and they would like make her get rid of stuff like pictures from like her and my dad's um wedding because they were divorced um they took my sleeping beauty vhs i remember that vividly because i was like i want to keep my vhs and i was like crying about it and they're like it's from the devil and they took it for me oh my Um, god and i like i always would joke with my brothers that they probably kept it in the pastor's basement and then he like watched them um but he's like yeah the devil um but anyways and then it was um every time we did something that they didn't want us to do. You're going to hell. You're going to go to hell if you do that. You're going to go to hell if you don't do this arts and craft thing that we told you. Gosh. Um, and then they would try to do, like, um, exorcisms. Um, and when my mom finally wanted to leave because uh, my stepfather at the time um, was cheating <laughs> on her, she wanted to divorce him. And so they said that she was possessed because she wanted to divorce him and that she wasn't allowed to leave, um, leave him or the church. And so she was like, well, I'm gonna. And then the pastor would come to our house and like try to convince her to stay and say that she was possessed. Um, and then I remember one time my mom was inside and we were playing out front and he rode up on his bike and he was trying to tell us that our mom was possessed and that like she needed his help. And uh, that, like, I mean, <laughs> sometimes I could see that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah. And then also, um, they, when we were 
first joining the church, we lived somewhere else and they convinced us to move into the same neighborhood where the church was located. So, and then like other people and then the pastor lived like literally the house behind us. Um, so they were like building a little commune. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, so my mom, like, I guess saw him out there talking to us and like chased him off. Um, he like rode away on his little bike. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how we were on the same bike. But your little bell on it. That's fucking crazy. My, I will say that. um, So we both grew up, you know, in the church and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like (laughs) there's like, I mean, you can have your opinion on different religions, whatever. But I'm just gonna say nine out of ten religions are a cult. (laughs) Yeah. Right. There's very few religions that I feel like are actually like, oh, this is actually doing some good or whatever. And when my, when I was very little, you know, my mom was, my mom had me and she was 19. So she was super impressionable. And the first like church that she like went to was kind of like that. And I guess she told me that they had talked to her and said, okay, we've decided that Disney is bad and we're not going to allow our kids to watch Disney. And my mom said that it was at that moment. She's like, uh, no, <laughs> just <laughs> left. <laughs> She definitely had to share, you know, the Muppets with us and Disney, whatever. But I had a friend who went to a college that was like endorsed by whatever church her mom was going to at the time. And the college sounds like a fucking cult because they were, there's a term for it. It's like legalists or something like that. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but they basically aren't allowed to do anything fun like nothing fun and i'm not saying like drugs or sex or whatever i mean like nothing fun like (laughs) kids would get expelled from this college a university by the way that for some reason had an accreditation i don't know if it still does anymore for going to the movies like that's insane yeah like there was a kid over thanksgiving break that went to the movies with his family someone ratted him out and he got kicked out of the school they got my friend said that they were not allowed to go to starbucks because it was of the devil i was like um well (laughs) you lost me at no caffeine (laughs) oh my god because i'm the devil without caffeine so seriously you want to see the devil you want to see the devil (laughs) no this cult i looked up the pastor recently um and he's still around that church that we went to is gone, but he's still around. And I guess he travels with one of his daughters. I don't know what happened to because he had three daughters. I don't know what happened to the other ones or what happened to his wife. But he travels with one of the daughters and they do like revivals and like Ugh. talk about their stuff in other towns and stuff. They're like a traveling circus freak show cult now. Oh my gosh. I thought those like all went away in the 70s. <laughs> nope. Guess not. All right. <laughs> they could just have a podcast. So much easier. <laughs> right but the entire thing would be like you're watching disney you're going to hell you don't want to do this arts and craft you're going to hell Gosh. you don't want to do this you're possessed we uh, need to get that demon out the of thing you. that sucks <laughs> is like they they hone in on the vulnerable like your mom yeah. at the time like, she was freshly divorced and in her yeah early 20s single with mom with a couple kids you know what i mean like it's just yeah. it sucks so yeah. yeah. So these guys that grew up in this, like I said, you know, they weren't allowed to go to college or anything like that. They had to be forced to be in here and honestly probably grow up stupid because they weren't being educated or anything. Uh, and people who did grow up in the 12 tribes and later escaped have said that 
members used a reed like a rod to hit uh, to hit them. And they would be physically restrained, including being tied up or pushed down by the adults, like if they were not doing what they were told or whatever. And babies, apparently, are not excluded from this, which is terrible. Um, yeah. They said that some past members who grew up in, in the group said that if a baby cried too much or wiggled too much during a diaper change, that they were hit. And said uh, some ex-members said it wasn't uncommon for them to be hit 20 to 30 times a day. I don't even think I got spanked 30 times in my life as a kid. Right? A gay and a baby, like, crying, being considered misbehaving. Oh, my gosh. Gosh. Yeah. So, a few years back, their 348-page manual on how children in the 12 tribes should be raised was released. And it's titled, Our Child Training Manual. Which... I'm sorry, but there's no manual on how to raise a child. Right. Uh, so I'm going to read just a couple pieces from this. And we can also put a link in the episode if you really want to see how crazy this is. <clears throat> so, and I quote, this is really helping me understand in a greater way how to raise up my children to be pleasing to me. I always said that my children need to be surrendered to my spirit. And in that state, they were pleasing to me or pleasing me. And I didn't have to discipline them. So when they get up, I make sure that they are surrendered to me in their spirit. That means for them the same thing that it means for me, doing what they do because they want to please me. They are doing it for me just as I do it for my father. If I sense that attitude in them, I am pleased. But if I sense a contrary attitude in them, then I will use the consequential, their consequential, consequential <laughs> disobedience as soon as it occurs to discipline them in order to bring them back to the state of being surrendered. That should be the purpose of discipline to cleanse them and bring them back to the state of being surrendered. Once surrendered, they are pleasing and thus blameless. That's why the focus of child training needs to be that our children learn to be surrendered to us, their parents, that learning process starts with the swaddling and goes on with restraining until they know that there is no other purpose in their life than being surrendered. Which that last sentence is isn't that terrifying? Yeah, like they're basically they're basically teaching their kids your entire purpose of existing is to do whatever I tell you to do, and if you yep. disobey me, I'm gonna beat you until you submit to me. That's how you raise good little cult members. <laughs> oh. Gosh. This other section in the same book, this, it, like Tabitha said, it's 300 and something pages. So we had some material to work with. For all this you new parents was, out there, we'll link it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, we got you. We got you. This one's scary. <laughs> this one's scary. So, and I quote, boundaries of governmental authority, parental authority delegates to parents the right to rule the children under their control. No other institution or person has rulership rights over children. Neither society, school, personnel, nosy individuals, nor even other institutions have any authority over children. The parents' power over their children is accountable to government only through God's laws concerning incest, injury, and murder. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> parents, <clears throat> parents are directly responsible to God for any misuse of their authority. There is no such thing as children's rights sanctioned by word of God. 
The child has only the God-given right to be raised by his parents without the intervention of any other institution, such as the state or social services. When government begins to misuse its authority and goes beyond its boundaries and begins to undermine parental authority, the tendency then is to make the child responsible to the state rather than to the parents. Historically, this has occurred many times with tragic results. The governments of nations such as Sparta, Hitler's Germany, and communist Russia have usurped the parents' role, but today parental authority is being undermined in the USA through compulsory public education, child advocacy agencies, and child abuse laws. Oh, wow. Parents must not allow government to usurp their authority in those areas in which God holds the parents alone accountable. Isn't that fucking terrifying <laughs> that this is what they're teaching people to raise their kids i mean as. they're they are instilling in their mind <clears throat> that children are property yes and property. that they're not beings they're not human beings they they have and that child abuse laws is the government usurping authority yeah and child advocacy the other yeah. thing i have to wonder though is like what happens when the kid turns 18 <clears throat> is all of a sudden he no longer under your authority anymore from what i was reading is that they are not until they are married oh gosh so in my yeah. case i'd <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah so like we said we're gonna post this and you can definitely give this a read there's if you want to be disturbed anyway um, because there's some pretty other creepy stuff in there and then there's also like some quotes from people in the cult from all over the world giving like this is how it worked for me basically like you know what worked for them and what didn't so god well yeah. as you would imagine there have been many reports of sexual abuse within the group but not punishment because yeah it just seems like nope the punishment seems to vary between i don't know i think it just kind of depends on who saw quote-unquote saw or whatever so yeah. Some of the abusers are kicked out if discovered, but if an abuser was someone high up in the group, then that child was often told that they were lying, and then the child is punished. Because children don't have rights, so... Nope. Nope. Uh, even when the abuser was kicked out of the group, the abused child and their family were urged not to go to the police because it would shame Jesus for them to do so. Just yeah. disgusting disgusting bringing yep. that in and manipulating them like that mm -hmm. uh any sort of perceived sexual contact including kissing holding hands before marriage is forbidden and if caught the two guilty parties are forced to marry divorce is not allowed under any circumstances either is interracial marriage and the group believes that anyone who is gay or lesbian should be put to death i'm willing to believe i mean <clears throat> I know in a lot of these cults, basically, the leader will force or will tell everyone, like, you guys are not allowed to touch each other, do mm -hmm. anything before you're married. Meanwhile, the leader is usually uh, having sex with everybody kind yep. of a thing. Yep. So in 2008, Gene Spriggs' wife, Marsha, known as Ha Abek, was found to have been having multiple affairs. What a surprise. Right. Some right? with other members of the group. And her lack of punishment led many members to leave the group, especially ones who had been punished for much less. And people who left the group are considered to be dead. So 
like I was saying, usually it's kind of in any any cult I've ever even seen anything about once sex is kind of like something that's put into this, it's usually like the leader takes sex away from everyone else so that he has he or she has complete like power over that. It's like another yep. thing and they're allowed to partake in his sex with whoever they want or holding hands or cuddling or touching or multiple wives or whatever, but not not the people under them. So Yep. And also, I mean, if you didn't assume this was already something, but technology like television or internet is obviously strictly forbidden because it's modern medicine. So, yep. which tells me, I'm guessing they <clears throat> don't go to doctors. They probably have their own doctors for whatever they have. Do you know, yeah. are they also, are they the kind of people that uh, if they get sick, they feel like maybe God gave that to them or something like that? Um, I'm not sure, actually. I'm going to talk a little bit about why we don't know everything about this group yet. Mm. Um, so the group has been investigated multiple times for their businesses, catching fire and burning down under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> um, one of the fires that may have started on a Colorado compound burned down a thousand local homes oh, when it God. spread. Um they kind of think that this is insurance fraud. Um, like maybe those businesses weren't filling or they needed to move areas. And so they burned everything down to claim insurance. Um, they're not positive. <laughs> they're not positive. Um, and, you know, I, one reason why we don't know everything about this cult yet is because they've never formally been prosecuted for anything yet. Um, they've been investigated, but that is it. Um, so it's a lot of just ex-members leaving and then talking about their stories. Um, but nothing, you know, usually when we hear of cults, it's because there's been some huge killing or mass suicide or something. Netflix documentary. And traffic, um, and huge and tragic like that happening. But that hasn't seemed, I mean, obviously these horrible things that are happening to the children within this cult are happening. Um, but it hasn't been so massive yet for them to take down the entire cult um and then also their founder um gene spriggs um he passed away in january of last year um which has kind of left the group in limbo so ha amek his wife has kind of taken over the reins from there but i think because of what tabitha was talking about when she was found to have multiple affairs that led people to leave the group um I think she's having kind of trouble keeping everything together like her husband was doing. Yeah. So um, this is going to be kind of one of those situations where we're going to have to wait and see what happens next. <laughs> um, and then hopefully <clears throat> that uh, nothing is what happens and then the cult kind of just disbands since their founder is dead. Uh, but since it's spread so far and it's been around since the 70s i kind of feel like some of these groups especially ones in different countries are going to kind of turn into their own thing um which is going to be you know also scary to see yeah it's just crazy that it started in the 70s and now we are in 2022 yeah and nothing has really like these been people done. have yeah, been done. Either these people mm -hmm. are too scared to go to the police or are brainwashed or manipulated or whatever. Or they just don't. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's horrible. That's gosh. Yeah. No. So it's some really creepy stuff. I was just like, I never heard of them. I'm surprised that there isn't more out there about this group. Um, there was some like 
people on Reddit who were who were claiming to be past members that were like, you know, ask me if you have any questions and stuff like that. But it was from a few years ago and there wasn't a lot on there. Um, and of course, you know, who knows that they're actually um, who they say they are. <laughs> so, right. They could just be people looking for like some kind of spotlight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So it's um, it's strange. I mean, obviously from reading through their little child manual alone it's very obvious that this is a very dangerous group i'm surprised Um, i mean even just with that being leaked out yeah and that was leaked man i'm not sure how long ago it was leaked um i can't remember i'll have to look and so you would think that they would be reading that and be like we need to come in immediately but for all i know they're being investigated and gathering information so that they can build, you know, like a bigger case against them and take mm-hmm. them down. But I'm guessing it's also difficult because if they take down one, like let's say if they took down the cult in Colorado, which seems to have the most information out on it, that doesn't mean that they can take down the cult in Japan or over in Europe and then it just starts spreading out again. So yeah. this uh, Gene Spriggs was pretty smart when he said they needed to be in like spread out different regions. Yeah. Um, it's harder to get it closed down than if they were all in one spot where it's easier to find information on them. It's creepy. So our sources from today were the Denver Post, 12tribes.com, which is an active site since they are still an active cult, um, pulpitandopen.org, Mercury News, and The Post. Uh All right. Well, I'll be sure to link those in our like little episode thing along with uh what she said the art or the book here manual children manual so yeah creepy don't join a cult guys like just don't do it and when someone if you get a job um make sure you get paid for it because yeah you deserve it seems to be how it kind of all started leaking out was this guy like, like my man my man always says get money get paid <laughs> get cold cuts get laid <laughs> so yeah oh, so man. yeah i thanks. swear to god i'm having a cold cut sandwich for dinner tomorrow <laughs> yeah. i'm never gonna call it a cold cut anymore it's gonna cold be a cult cut. cut now from here on out <laughs> all right I guys think that was one of my finer puns well it has been a pleasure being back uh, it's been a long vacation off. I guess you could call it vacation. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a vacation to me. Why are these bags still under my eyes? <laughs> so, but yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, we are, we're slowly getting back in the swing of things. So it's cool. It's exciting. So yes. thank you guys so much. Like we said, give us a follow on our Instagram, Crimes and Cocktails. Uh, you can follow Katie's Instagram that she changed because now she's a married woman. I don't actually know Moxie what it Katie. is. Moxie Katie. Okay. And then you can follow mine. We'll just tap at the Ray. And you can follow us on Twitter or email us at crimes.cocktails at gmail.com. You can follow us on Patreon. All the <laughs> things you can do. If you escaped from this cult, email us. <laughs> yes. That would actually be really cool to like interview someone that left a cult. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's not cool for them because they were in a cult, but it's cool but it for be us cool. because I want to, like, do some no inside. more get that out there. What's do going on here? Story. Because, like, this is just, I'm sure, the tip, the very tip of the iceberg of what's going on in those groups. Yeah. 
Getting. And it's enough for me to already be like, that's a cult. Arrest them. <laughs> Take them mm-hmm. away, boys. Mm-hmm. But can't. Especially when you bring kids into the mix. Yeah. Don't mess with them. Don't mess with the kids. And no. don't mess with the real Hebrews. <laughs> now that Katie's a married one. <laughs> I, so... From- <laughs> you hear me, Taylor? You bring some muscle to this group. <laughs> So from the Prince of Egypt, there's that part where the pharaohs all, I tire of this Hebrew nonsense. I say that to Taylor when he gets on my nerves. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. No, I all need to change right. it to Hebrew. Hebrew. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we hope that you uh, keep it cool. <laughs> keep it cool. Keep it fresh. Don't join a cult. <laughs> Don't join a cult, please. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye.